This is a four-part nigan about Yaakov Avinu hearing and believing that Yosef is alive. Yeah, it's totally related to the shir, and we'll see how. This is this nigan came down Shabbos Chanukah about five, about nine or ten years ago. Na 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 na, tai 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 tai, tai da 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 tai da tai. The first part is like he's hearing, he said maybe maybe he's alive. Tai la 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 la, na 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 na, doi da 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 da, da da. And then he's slowly coming to life. Lai 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 it's like wow he's, he's really alive Ah, oh, so this is a special nigan. Should I sing it one more time? That's it's enough, maybe it's enough. It's a very special nigan. And the way we're, oh, we'll see how this relates this year, definitely Mamish relates. But first of all, we're back into our Midrash Rabbah. We're getting, by the way, towards the end of the Midrash Rabbah. We started this year three and a half years ago at the beginning of Esther Rabbah. And it could be that this Purim will have a seum on Esther Rabbah. That'll be a really cool thing. Um, we're just going to learn one little piece. Vayasav Mordechai Shar HaMelech. Mordechai returned to the gate of the king. That's all the Pasuk says. When did he return? After the whole story of him being paraded around by Haman on the horse. Right? So we had this incredible beginning of a picture of Geula, but it wasn't really, you know, the decree didn't change, nothing changed. Haman still wants to kill Mordechai, couldn't do it then, because he had a, a royal decree that he had to parade him around. So Haman goes, so Mordechai goes back to the gate of the king, says the Medrash, This teaches us that he returned to his sackcloth and to his fasting. Amar Rabbi Chalvo, Rabbi Chalvo said, "Call me shelovesh sack umisana." Anybody who puts on sackcloth and fasts, ve'eno maviro mimenu. Uh, sorry, eno maviro mimenu achetase b'kashaso. He won't take it off until his request is fulfilled until his request is fulfilled, right? <clears throat> so, first of all, how do they know that he went 
back to his fasting is because he wasn't in the Shar HaMelech previously. So Shav, the verb, return, makes no sense in Pshat. It doesn't make sense. He, he did, wasn't there before. It doesn't mean he returned there. It's he interesting because Said, as a matter of fact, yeah. Said says that the Yashav Shar HaMelech, he reached a high level in Shubha. Oh, amazing. Yashav, and therefore he went into the gate of the king. Of El Shar wow. Straight, straight to it. Wow. Yeah, so Medjus also, but Soid also starts with a kasha in Pshat. Right. Everything starts with a kasha in Pshat. So, so in Medjus, they're learning that he went back to the fasting and to the sackcloth that he was wearing. Maybe when it comes to closer. You want? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, So he came back, so he went back to the sackcloth. And the Radal brings that the word bakasha is the same letters as behasak. This thing, behasak. The people used to wear it to be a sign, and it's not much done today. A sign of kind of impoverishment. I heard on the um, radio that the Baba Sali, during the war in 1967, he refused to sleep in a bed. He put a, uh, a rock on the floor and um, because he said, I, he said, apparently what he said was, I'm not able to go and fight. I would if I was younger. Can you imagine Baba Sali going out to war? He said, I'm not able to fight because I'm not. I just heard this on the radio recently. Actually yeah, right? Like, watch out, you know, ninja. Yeah. So anyway, so the Bob Sally said, I'm too, I'm too old to fight, but I can participate in, by having less uh, physical pleasure. So what's for him, I thought of him today when I had a shawarma, I said, no french fries. <laughs> because I have to have some lack, but I have to also eat and be strong. So we can be connected. We can be connected. This is the idea of the sackcloth. We can be wearing uncomfortable, um, impoverished kind of clothing, which is not, it's not done today, but there are small things that we can do that don't really affect our well-being. We have to have well-being. But uh, where we can be uh, the Lashon Chazal is have for it is um, um, to feel the to, the weight with our friends who are out there fighting. <sighs> yeah, I have to mention that I was at a funeral last night of one of my yeah. best friends' nephews, and he. Uh, some of you may know Rabbi Raz Hartman. His uh, nephew yeah. was his nephew was killed two nights ago. Oh. And uh, in Gaza, in Gaza. Um, I knew his parents because his father, Sammy, Rabbi Sammy Jackman, in Hebrew it's Yachman, came to Montreal for a year to do Jewish teaching at Hillel House when I was kind of like the Hillel rabbi. And we did a lot together and it was so heavy. So we need to be connected. And so the sackcloth. Behasak, Bakasha, and this Medjish that says, 
So he doesn't take it off until their their request is answered. So one, so there's really two ways to read that sentence. One is that um, Hashem will surely answer him, right? Um, and he won't need to take it off until, meaning like he's not going to be taking it off without being answered because Hashem is for sure going to answer him. Another way to read it is the steadfastness, the obstinance, of obstinacy, whatever, the strength, the akshanas, to keep it on until, like, until, until the geula comes, until the, until the request is, is, is answered, right? And um, this is the first time in the Megillah that we have someone after what was already a kind of redemptive experience returning to more davening, to more fasting, to more sackcloth, right? We have it also later in the Megillah, when after Esther has this whole experience of davening and making a mishte, uh, uh, and then a second mishte, and then finally getting Haman hung, all with all the details, etc., that go into that story. But then, Vatosef Esther, she, she, she went back to the king, again, risking her life a second time, after the, because just because Haman was hung, that's also not yet the end. The decree to kill the Jews was still in force. And so she had to return to this heroic, you know, uh, life endangering, because anybody who goes to the king without being called, is, uh, it's risking their life. And to cry, she cries and she begs a, a second time, right? Even though the first time she she told him that it's my people and and so on, and and who is it that did this? Oh, it was Haman. Um, but this this time she has to ask for the decree to be repealed. I drink at least as much as the flowers. I'm a big, I'm a major, water, a major water drinker. Yeah, uh, but I'm, I'm a winter flower. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, not sure where this cut off, but uh, <laughs> but uh, the we're learning from Nachlas Dalidois Gimel, and Rav Nosson just said the same way we have to have faith in Hashem's existence, we have to have faith in our own selves that our prayers are really listened to, and. So long as I'm missing that, ain't lo kli kabel hashefa. So long as I don't believe, listen to the way he puts it. If I don't believe that my words are being listened to also, then I'm missing the vessel with which to receive the energy that is a response to my prayers. Ki ain't lo makom ukli belibo. I have no vessel in my heart. Lekabel Hashefa to to receive this blessing that Hashem is sending. Because I think that there's no way that Hashem is answering me, and so therefore could be Hashem is answering me all the time, but I won't notice it because my heart is missing a space within which I can actually receive it. That's so tragic. It, yeah, right.
And we need to strengthen each other with this. And we're going to learn now how do we open up a space in our heart to actually believe this. There's a how-to to this. This is not just like, uh, you know, a description of an unfulfillable thing. There, there is a real how-to for this, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't believe my prayer makes any uh, impression in Shemayim. And therefore, the essential way that I actually make the vessel is actually al yedei hatfila, is through davening itself. And I need that faith, Shemayim Bashem, and. So much so, I just want to take a second before, before getting into the how-to. It's important to notice, and Renasan explains this elsewhere, so I'm going to say it outside. He explains it in Sicha 140 in, Likut, in, uh, in Sicha Saran, where he brings, where the Rebbe there spoke about believing in yourself. I'll tell you just a second the story of that and what Renasan said there, because it's just important to understand the picture of how these ideas about faith work, and then we'll get to the how-to. So what happened is that Rabbi Nachman taught that um, if a person believes in themselves, maybe I said this last week, I don't remember if I did about Rabbi Nachman, he said if a person believes, Rabbi Nachman first taught without themselves, if a person really has faith, then service of Hashem will feel light and easy to them. And Reb Nassan, when he heard this, his face fell. He said, it doesn't feel light and easy to me. I'm having a really hard time with it. <laughs> you said it two weeks ago. I said, two weeks ago. Oh, fine. <laughs> Remember how this So then Rabbi Nachman said to him afterwards, then Sesicha Kuf Mem, he said, if you have a Muna, but in yourself, you're missing a Muna, right? You're missing a faith in yourself. And Rav Nassan explains that afterwards, and he writes that I have to believe in Hashem so much to believe that Hashem also cares about and listens to me. So believing in myself is not a separate quadrant of faith. It's not like believing in God is here, believing in me is here. It's all one thing. Believing in myself means I believe that God is so great that He cares about me and listens to my prayer. Right here, I'm not focusing on listening to prayer. In other places in Lukutei Halachas, he says, believing in yourself means to believe that you are of inherent value to Hashem, and that your actions matter. That your actions matter. Here, the way he puts it, particularly in terms of davening, is that Hashem is really listening. And responding. Right? So this is why Reb Nassim keeps saying here that prayer needs faith to be complete in all of its aspects because it's not faith A and faith B. It's completeness of faith itself. Believing in myself is completeness of faith itself. Okay? Mm. And now he explains, and this is one of the most amazing things he says, This is why we have to first praise Hashem and then ask, why is it that Chazal, in terms of what the mitzvah of tefillah is, and the fifth parak of brachas, they're describing this, 
that tefillah essentially consists of two dimensions, praising and asking. And the praising comes before the asking. And the Gemara learns that out. And he says, what, why is that so important to put Shevach before Bakasha? Ki al Because we need to bliss out in our praising of Hashem. We need to sing to Hashem. This is one of the biggest inyanim of Chassidus, is to bring back Mamish singing to Hashem. We need to really go there. And it's not an escape, because I'm going there to be able to then really ask for very important this-worldly things, like that all the hostages should come back, and that Mamish there should be Shalom Gadol and Geula Shleim, there's so many things for us to ask for. But in, if we don't do the praising first, we're missing health, we're, we're, we're missing the ability to make a real request. Instead, what happens is, we're just sending up complaints. No, really, it's not a request. It's not a bakasha anymore. I'm just like, ah! <laughs> right? it's been, I'm, I'm teaching this, it's been very hard for me the last year, much of everybody. You're not, you're not consciously, you're not consciously requesting, you're reacting. You're, yeah, and it's just like, I'd like to file a complaint with the heavenly office. You know, it's just a complaint. It's not. It's 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 uh, you know, uh, to more like a what are you doing, guys? Yeah, there's there's some heavy stuff. We have to really ask with a faith that there's someone capital S listening and really there could be will be mamish answers. To get to that place, we must have shevach. This is really, really brilliant. There's a whole Shevach program over here, right? That's the name of the women's program is Shevach. We need, it's our health. We need to bloom. We need to, we need to winter flowers. What a theme for this whole idea. We're in the winter time. Uh, we're in a winter, cold winter of Claudia Yisrael, spiritually and physically. That we have to do this. We have to be winter flowers. We have to mamish bloom. However much water that takes, we have to drink it and praise and sing and go there so that we can do that. And the analogy I always give for this is when I got married, it was the first time that in, insane amounts of money were suddenly being spent on me. It's like much more than a bar mitzvah. And uh, I realized, my, my parents asked me, what do you want from your grandparents? It was like, it's gift time, you know. What do you what do you want from your grandparents? And I said, well, you know, really, if I could choose anything, I want Rabbeinu Tam Tefillin, which at the time was a very expensive item. It still is an exp a very expensive item. What does it mean? Is it different? It's a different form of uh, the oh. parshiot. It's a different, yeah, different order of the parshiot and the tefillin oh, from Rabbeinu Tam. Huh? It's more expensive. It's rarer. It's etc. And and uh, and I I realized that. I could ask for it, because there was already so much being spent anyway, then <laughs> I could just ask for this and yeah, then the answer was yes, and I got them, I'm still alive. <coughs> so, if that's this idea, if Hashem is already, if we can really find, go to Shevach, Hashem's already sending so much all the time, it's hard to see it now, but we have to go there and find it. There is a lot. Mm -hmm. We're sitting in Yerushalayim, we're learning Torah. And you're what, what, What's that? We're, yeah, 
Baruch Hashem, you know, and Sachakol, you know, etc., etc., compared to the Holocaust, Lalenu, I mean, it's uh, literally like a few thousand times smaller, what we're dealing with. So, 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 so there's a lot to praise Hashem for. And we have to absolutely go there. And then when we realize it's already raining sacks of tefillin and money and etc., centerpieces and whatever, there's already so much coming down, like then, then it becomes, oh, I could really ask for this. And it might happen, right? After all, why am I even sitting in Yerushalayim? My great, 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 great grandparents davened and cried and you know, how, how, what was their lifespan, Bichlal, and their little shtetl, like they lived to maybe to 40, to 50, whatever. I'm 46 already, and I feel like, I'm, I hope that I'm only like halfway through, or a third of the way, whatever it is. So it's like, you know, and, and, and here I am, knowing about Shabbos, knowing, knowing about Chasidis, learning Torah Barabim, Besimcha, in Yerushalayim. There's so much, there's so much to see than this. The great Nisim, personally and nationally. And we have to go there so that uh, the Shevach makes possible the Bakasha. Right? And particularly in the way we're learning it, the Shevach makes possible Bakasha because it fills me with faith that Hashem may well listen to me too. Because part of the Shevach also is about how Hashem has answered so much of our parents and great grandparents prayers, I mean, we're literally sitting in this house in Yerushalayim is an answer to many, many people's prayers. It's literally like that. So it, when, we, when we can recognize there's so much precedent and there's so much to thank Hashem for, then we can dare to really ask. You know, it's like Rabbeinu used to talk about Rabnothan like that, you know, after years and years of davening, they're like, maybe today I said a real word to Hashem, you know? Maybe. You know, we can, we can strive. We can maybe we feel like we're already seasoned daveners, but, but maybe, you know, compared to, we, we can try to, you know, push the, the anti-breakthrough another level of really asking. How? Through really praising, really blissing in the, in the shevach, Going to that bliss. It's almost like yeah. you're not being Meshabach for Hashem. Really, Hashem has us be Meshabach and for us to realize what we're saying. Well, when we're being, yeah, Hashem we're doesn't Meshabach. need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but when you're being Meshabach Hashem, you're listening to that Shabbat. You're gaining the Amuna in it. And then the moment that you have the Amuna, when you step into asking, you ask from that person. 100%. But there is, there is I think, uh, 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 I don't want to reduce it. It is mamish very much everything. That's we are saying what he's saying. It's mamish hundred percent. But there is, I do believe also that how do we are the psukim about this? That uh, that Yosef to Hilois Yisrael Hashem also dwells in our praises. He loves the praises too, just for him. Whatever that means, right? The the um, the Gemara's the Mishnah in. Zvachim says that you have, you have to have six halachic kavanas when you bring a korban, when you bring a, a sacrifice, mm-hmm. right? It has to be for the sake of the person, has to be for the sake of the type of korban, and a few other things. And one of them is l'shem nichoyach. 
l'shem nachas, ruach, lavinu shebashamayim. Yeah, that's where the song comes. Lasas nachas ruach, lasas nachas ruach, lasas nachas ruach, lavodiz bashamayim. It's real. It's, uh, it's not just like a cute thing we tell kids. It's, there is such a thing. What does that mean theologically? It works. It, uh, there's such a thing. And that's also the praises. The praises do do something also. It's not only for, uh, for, for, for what it does for us. All oh, the whole creation is praising Hashem. But yes, it, this is a major part of what it's about, is how it affects us and how it, how it um, lifts up our chin. So we can grin and say, <laughs> uh, how's it going? Just thinking about tomorrow. Okay, little Annie for the evening. But the point is that uh, Hashem loves us and wants to lift us up and that there is a tomorrow and we can dive in for it and it's real and, and we have to have to keep on. So this is this amazing idea of Shevach engendering bakasha, making possible the praises help us to upgrade complaints into true requests, to real davening. But also, like, yeah. uh, I, I read before all the, about all these ideas, like, when the person just like, okay, the way uh, thinks, okay, okay, so the way that my complaints will be heard is the praise, then the praises will not be like, true, you know, it will be like, okay, so Hashem, you're really great, you're this and that, and now I, I want to tell you, this is not happening, <laughs> you understand? Like, it's very, uh, very difficult to kind of, uh, I hear you, knowing but it's it, not just butter, in economy, we have to, that's why I'm using the word bliss, because we have to feel it in our bones, we have to sing like, that's why Rabbi Nachman said that it's a good idea to go to nature mm-hmm. with these winter flowers and daven with them. He says, Zer shine frum zu sein zwischen zei. It's very good to be religious among the grasses and the trees. They, they know how to do it right, like elegant. They're singing to Hashem. Mm-hmm. And not only do we pick up on the, the right, you know, right as a rose, you know, that, that we pick up on that. Not only do we pick up on it and find our own rightness, but also, he says, when you go to nature, to daven, each plant and each tree knows you're there and is going to add uh, energy to your davening. He says that. So this is, this is, this is a, uh, 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 very, very, really, real important thing. Yeah. Reason to have plants in your house. Yes. Yeah. In Akhenami. <sighs> yeah. So even like if you don't feel it, you should like fake it till you make it. Like just say it. You, right. Yeah. It can open up your heart. One hundred percent. It's not really fake. No matter what, it's not fake. I just don't feel it. Mm-hmm. It's always accomplishing something. Yes, and eventually... I'm not sure it's accomplishing something, I'm still going to do it. Right. Until I'm sure, no. You're sure it is accomplishing something, you don't necessarily, you're not in touch with. Right, and and particularly with praises, like at the beginning, it may be words I've said before, maybe that the point is to try to have it hit home, to try to, like, listen to what you're saying, to try, you know, like, just like what we were talking about before about appreciating being in Eretz Yisrael, 
you know, we were all here, we did, we did whatever mysterious nefesh we had to get here, and then we become sort of, excuse me, used to it. And so there's, there, there's, there's work to remember the specialness of it. And Bechlal, you know, just like, I mean, there are also like certain things, like, uh, uh, you know, certain things I never would have, it, it's good to actually, like the Rambam says, that, that uh, how do you come to loving God? He says in Hechus you come to loving God, by, or as in Yisrael HaTorah, he says, you come to loving God by looking at nature. And it's important, actually, to spend time a little bit. I, we had, uh, years ago, a baby was born premature, and she lived in a, what do you call those things? Incubator. Yeah. Now, I had no idea that it's like a really special ability to be able to regulate your body temperature. I had never thought about that. Like, <laughs> thank you, Hashem, for giving me the ability to have a regulated <laughs> body temperature. I never thought about that. You there know? are trillions and much more. So much more, yeah. That's happening in our little finger. Right. <laughs> so we don't exactly. think about it there, right. until uh, we don't have it. Right. Almost also, my father, Oliver Solom, uh, what, what really largely led to his demise was was that his blood wasn't flowing fast enough when blood flows too slow the liquid leaks out sorry to be heavy about that but um we it's another thing to be thankful that the blood is flowing fast enough i mean these are just categories i mean on a quantum level so just just appreciating these things is big and Ramnas is also like appreciating history, all the times that Hashem has saved Am Yisrael, and 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 so on. And uh, you know, really, um, also, if you really want to do this, what you could try is to sit and make a list of things that you um, that you've never thanked or praised Hashem for before. Um, you know, like the fact that people have light in their eyes. How wonderful is that? You know, mm-hmm. thank you for that, Hashem. And the the I read somewhere else that the amount of muscles in your face is like some crazy number, like dozens, mm-hmm. in order to uh, express so many different kinds of emotion that combinations of things. Each face is such an amazing. Wow. Hashem made faces. It's amazing. About the muscles in your face, because how, yeah. uh, all the muscles that that need need to be working, so you could blow your horn. right? Yeah, the, the saxophone. Yeah, <laughs> so much has to come together. So okay, so he so then he says that um, an, an incredible thing is that. We have to push ourselves past a certain point until we can actually see that we really were answered. When we when we experience that for the first time and we really know that Hashem helped us, one place that you can see this is in the world of um, of uh, recovery from different forms of addictions. If you speak to an addict who really asked God to heal them from their addiction, they know for sure that they couldn't have done it themselves. 
and it was God. Like they know it, you know. And um, the Alter Rebbe also says similar things when when you because. In the natural world, it's like, well, I, I, yeah, I asked for a house, I got a house, but maybe it happened, you know, is it, was it really God, you know? But when it's in your character, when you're able to um, have an inner quiet in a situation that always gets you triggered, or when you're able to, you know, and, and you know you asked Hashem for it, and you, 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 can, you can know mm-hmm. in a very inner kind of way that you got answered. Mm-hmm. And when that happens... It be, it's like giving birth to a child. He says it's like having a first child. Um, and he relates this to the halacha that the firstborn child gets double the inheritance. Because what's the doubleness is that every other... The firstborn child is the kid himself, plus he's... he's he, he, yeah, he made you into a father or mother, right? So the, so the, the first filah that gets answered and that you know really got answered is not only a tool got answered, it made you into a davener. It made you understand yourself differently. Wow, this is something I can really do. And all the other tefillahs get their koach from that first tefillah. It's really incredible, yeah. I'm just, I'm just yeah. smiling because when, when Nafi's baby was born, my, my son, mm. so he, he, they came home and, and the dog was doing, you know, like, he looked responsible, uh-huh. and, and now he said, you know, Perach is so responsible. I said, yeah, you think the dog is responsible? <laughs> you know, like you changed a lot. Look at him now. Perach? name yeah, of, the, of the dog. dog. Is Wait, yeah. White dog? No, actually, kind of black. Oh. <laughs> but his, his fur is like, you know, like when he was a puppy, it was like... So this is this, uh, this relates back to that first, the nigan we began with about, ah, Yosef is really alive. There's one level of Yosef is like somebody out there. There's another level to realize the Yosef within the tzaddik, nakuda of tzaddik that is within each of us, mm-hmm. that I can ask and Hashem does it. And, and wow, that's, that is alive mm-hmm. within me. There's a song that we sing when we realize that it's really alive. I'm not in such exile from that place. I'm also a soul. Mm. I'm a soul. I'm one of the Am Yisrael. I'm not just a, I'm not just the tree in the school play. I'm a, I'm a speaking role. I'm part, I'm part, I'm part of the thing. I was really, uh, you did the beard and whoa, and it turned gray and how did that happen? But in any case, it's real. So now, this is the first step, is we need to believe in ourselves. And part of what is so hard is, Rav Nosson writes later in paragraph 20, Everyone needs to know that very much this following thing, each person to the degree with which that they were exiled in their different uh, compulsive behaviors or, or whatever it is, substances, or... or, or, or or, you know, heavy trauma responses of some kind. Um, the degree to, with which I was, I've been out of touch with myself, right? To that degree, we have to daven. So, because so, what happens is that we start davening. 
and we come out of the Thursday night cheer, and we're like, yeah, I'm going to dive in. And then, like, we, you know, like, face plant, sorry. <laughs> and then we just, and the, how do I, so Rav says, you have to know very much that this is a long haul, that it's going to take time, and specifically, you know, as each of us knows on the inside how out of touch that we have become with ourselves, we have to mamish daven a lot, a lot, a lot. And even when you see that you daven a lot and there's still no answer, and in fact, I'm just getting worse, we mustn't make the mistake to think that our davening and all of our conversations with Hashem are for nothing. We have to know and believe that not one word is lost, and mamish, each tefillah is making an impression in Shemayim. And really keep strong. And that's why it's so important to learn about this in, in groups and realize that, like, you know, Rav Nassan went through this. I'm still in the middle of it. We're all mamish in a very difficult world right now, particularly now. And it's not simple, but we need to be so strong and find that Jewish obstinance, that Jewish... Uh, uh, strength, big, big strength that's in us, with that eternalness of the Jewish people is in us mamish. And just mamish, keep on davening, keep on trying, keep on praising, trying to eke out a real bakasha, keep doing this work, and just keep doing this work. And he says, we have to recognize that the Megillah, the Megillah's Esther, is an example the story that came out that gives us such strength every year and such simcha all the time emerged from Am Yisrael's davening. And that the same thing can happen for each of us. We can daven and daven and we're going to have stories to tell. We're going to have a, 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 a sense of Hashem being with us and new insights into Torah. Just like the Megillah became part of Tanakh we're going to have new understandings of what Torah really is as we start to see how the Parsha and the mitzvahs and the holidays and all the prayers and everything we're doing relates to the deepest depths of the struggles of our soul. We're going to be able to have insights that are like new Torah that comes out of the davening. And then he says, what relates to our Medrash, that Mordechai went back to his fasting and sackcloth. Esther went back to Achashverosh. He says, because there are two issues that we have. In the Zoyar, they're called Esav and Yishmael. The Klippa, the first problem is Esav that is representing all physicality that just says the world is physical and there's no real davening and doesn't want you to believe that davening is possible at all. That's Esav. Then once we start to struggle against that, right, and this is this long exile that we're in, this is representing the long exile that we're in, the Zoyar at the end of Parshas um, Vayera, in Bereshis, Parshas Vayera is speaking about this, that the long, long galas that we're in, 
um, in the countries of Edom mostly, and towards the end, we're going to have trouble with the peoples of Yishmael, particularly in the Eretz Yisrael region. The Zara is very clear about it. And there's a new issue, right? We, the struggle, first of all, has been so long, and mamish, like us putting our strength into davening is absolutely putting in our koach to this long galus that all of our great-great-grandparents have been working on all this time to believe that prayer is still possible, right? Then the problem is that after we become daveners, is that there, there's this term that one of my friends, I forgot who I heard this from, is there's, there's BT and, and FFB, right? Bal Tshuva and from from birth. Well, there's another thing, FFT, from from Tshuva, where I, where I, 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 at one point I was inspired. I did Tshuva, I got excited, I came there to sell, and then I became from. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the same. FFT, yeah. It's Gavaldic. Yeah, it's it's absolutely Gavaldic. It could be Rabbi Slomo said that. I don't I don't remember that. But uh, but uh, I don't remember who it is. But in any case, I become. Yeah, I know there's davening, right? This is this thing where I'm. I got past the first issue of Esav, who says, you know, don't be spiritual at all. No, I get it. There is spirituality. I, I want it. It's part. It's part of my life. But am I really going to keep davening? Am I going to keep pushing through to? Keep on keeping on. That's Yishmael. Because how does Yishmael is Yishmael's name? Kid Pasuk says, Kishama Hashem El Yonyech. Hashem told Hagar. I've heard, the, the, the angel told Hagar, I have heard, God has heard your impoverishment. And the Targumo, Arekibel Hashem Tzloisech. The Targum on this, Unkelos is, Hashem has, has heard your prayers. Says this is the clip of uh, Yishmael, that yeah Hashem heard you already. So, yeah yeah you're spiritual. He heard you. It's okay. You don't have to keep on praying. You don't have to keep on growing. Yeah you came to Israel. You did. It. You're done. FFT. You became religious. That's it. You you did it. You, you have the payas. You have the the skirt. You 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 did it. You know you 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 became. That's it. That's the clip of Ishmael, says Rav Nasa. Incredible. Hashem already heard you, right? It tries to push, make our hearts crooked to be lazy with davening. We really are all souls. We're winter flowers. She's the winter flower. These ones are the ones that blossom now. Yes, winter flowers. That's the whole theme of this whole shit. We can blossom in the winter. They particularly blossom from the cold. Mm-hmm. That's gewaldic. Adarabba, bring it on. Right, it's, it's gewalt. So this is, we, what do you mean? That we, 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 we're going to lose our koyach, we're going to become, we're going to become just little nincompoops hiding in our blankets. No, we are, we are superpower, we're Jews. We daven. This is real. We're alive now. There's a war. We better daven. And we can daven. And we can push. And we have a how-to. We can make a list of things that we need to do. Shevach. 
to really praise Hashem for, so that we can upgrade from complaints here and there to real requests. If Hashem's already sending so much, He could also really heal us and heal this whole situation. Bring Geula. Rabbi, they're not just, they're not just Yidim, they're Chassidim. Chassidim! the for the whole day. The flowers in the big ball day long. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, no, so this is this is this this Indian. But at the same time, let's say if Hashem brings a word for the people to Shuva, he cannot stop it like that because people have to do Shuva. Maybe that's why we have the war. Like, I mean, nobody can explain. Nobody can explain. Like, we have to be careful not to try to explain. No, we don't, yeah. we don't know. We, like, our job is to dive it. Yeah. For what? Like, maybe sometimes the reason not to have answered prayer maybe didn't fulfill its purpose, whatever purpose it is. I don't know. I don't know either. I just, we have to dive in. And so Rav Nassim says, okay. okay. Malatov, you're the keeper in your head. You're, you're Tzanua. You came to your salon. Great. So you're done? You're not done. It's just as big of a, of a, of a chiyuv on you now as it was for you to go from, from not from to from. As it was for you to go from Chutzlars to Eretz Yisrael. Now you have to make just as big, just as big growth, just as big a sense that there's what to do, that there's an excitement, that there's a mystery, a mystery in Yiddishkeit. If to stop being know-it-alls, if to stop being Hashem already heard me. I know what davening is. I know what shachris is. We know what shachris is. What shma Yisrael is. Do we know what this? We don't know what it is. To remember the mystery of it. To remember that we're, we're we're children. We're babies. We're sweet, beautiful, infinite souls that Hashem wants to hear from. Mm. Even when we see great miracles and wondrous things, and they see the Sitra Achra has fallen very much, but that's not enough. We get back up and daven and cry even more. Just like Mordechai. Mordechai had every reason to give himself, at least one day off the fasting. He just got paraded around Shushan, you know, the Kachai Yaseleish, you know what, before I go back to this fasting, like, maybe I'll have like one good meal or something, you know, he had, he had, he had every reason to take a day off, you know. Another unbelievable example that's pointed out to me by Rabbi David Friedman in Montreal. You probably knew his father. He had a jet, JEP, a Jewish education program, Friedman, Rabbi Friedman. Yeah, yeah. So his son David has this amazing Kiddush that Avram Avinu, remember the Akeda? Probably one of the most like all-time difficult things any Jew ever had to do, to go and take his son and sacrifice him, and and he gets stopped by the Malach and Hashem says, "That's it, I'm going to bless you now. I know and etc. What was Avram thinking on his way down from the mountain? It's a Rashi. It's a Rashi. It's a Befer. It's a Rashi. What was Avram being thinking about after that? I mean, it could have been thinking like, "Get up! It was me. You know." I just passed the most ultimate test known to mankind, you know? <laughs> How about a steak? Or, I don't know, some kind of, like, chill, you know? Let's give out, you know, a glass of lemonade, a hammock, something. I just, don't I deserve like, some time off here, you know? Rashi says, what was he thinking was, wow, 
I better immediately get a shidduch for Yitzchak. Because mm-hmm. what if I what if I would have actually sacrificed him? There wouldn't be any Anaklach and there would be no Jewish people. God, I should have done that before this. I better quickly go find a shidduch for him and he starts sending Eliezer. That was his thought. Why did he find before? Yeah, that was his kasha on himself. But that's what he's thinking about on his way down from the Kedah. Avram Avinu, he's, that's the Yofi of Avram Avinu. He doesn't, like, there's always more. And, and again, it's not, it's not, you know, of course, he knew how to laugh, and he was a happy person then. He was Mr. Mr. Chesed, Avram Avinu. But, 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 but to become an FFT? No way. No way. What does Hashem want from me now? It's exciting. It's wonderful. It's energizing. It's not not heavy. What does Hashem want from me now? Uh, 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 right? It's, oh, it's, isn't that such an unbelievable thing on that Rashi? I never, I never. Anyway, this is my friend David Friedman. So, so th- th- this is this is uh, this idea of Mordechai Hatzadik going back in, and again, this is also something of Purim, you know. Uh, you have to realize that this is part of Purim, this, right? This, uh, you know, he didn't know how quickly, and it, and it wasn't so fast, right? He didn't know how quickly this was going to work. How He went back, he went back after being paraded around, after being paraded around, every reason to take a few days off, he went back. Yeah. And so this, says Reb this is why the Gemara says that why don't we read the Halal? Why don't we read Halal on Purim? Is because on Purim we still we it says Halu Avde Hashem. The beginning of Halal says Halu Halu Avde Hashem, and on Purim we were still servants of Achashverosh. When the last verses of Achashverosh putting a tax on the Jewish people, we were still servants of Achashverosh. So we can't say Halu Avde Hashem. But then Rava says we do really say Halal. What's the halal? It's the Megillah. Kriyasa Zuhi Halela. The reading of the Megillah is the halal. And Rav Nassim says, what does that mean? It means that our ability to praise Hashem, this is what we've been talking about. Right. Mikra Megillah. <laughs> our ability to make these praise lists and go for it and we... We can think about the Megillah as we're doing this because the Megillah is uh, was a national experience of Hashem being in the story all along from beginning to end, and that incredible simcha of just dancing the paradox of free choice and Hashem running the show and the pele of our existence and the simcha of Hashem being behind every corner. That is what gives us the power to praise. That's what's going to give us the power to praise Hashem Mamish. That's what's going to give us that koyach. That's what's going to give us that koyach. And it was brought down by the obstinate Mordechai and the obstinate Esther. If they would have just said, well, you know, it's... I got paraded around, or yeah, we got Haman killed. What is obstinate? Uh, like Akshanus, Akshan, like uh, non, non, right? Strong-willed and and not giving up, not giving an inch. 
that they went, he went back to his fasting. What? What did you say? Akshanut? Akshanut. Akshan. Yeah, stubbornness. Yeah, yeah. It's a better English word, probably. So, yeah. Any questions or thoughts mm. on this? Mm? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, to be a we're just finishing up. What's that? It's exciting to be a Yid. Exciting to be a Yid. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Yeah, so we should be Zeicher, really, to uh, make, make, make a list of things that, 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 you know, maybe some things are obvious and some things are things we never thought of before. What do I want to what what do I want to praise Hashem for, and then go there, go there with nature, get the get the elegance and the simplicity of the winter flowers. These are winter flowers, the theme of this year. Get the get the there's certain there's some flowers that dafka bloom in the winter. Get the koyach from them, and Rabbi Nachman says when you go and daven in nature, each blade of grass and every tree around you knows you're there and puts their koyach into your tefillah. They're with you. So not only you're inspired by them, they actually put their koach into your tefillah. These are things that we can do. We are praying beings. We're, uh, we, 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 can, we can and we must. And the shevach will bring us to the bakasha, will bring us to the ability to ask. How? Because by praising Hashem enough, I'll begin to believe in God enough to believe that God cares about me and listening to me, which is the shleimus, the completeness of faith in Hashem, to believe that Hashem is listening to me. Mordechai going back here and Esther going back was not just stam, just plain old stubbornness. It was going back because they believed that Hashem is listening, right? And each 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 little sign of things going well only made them hungrier for more, right? It didn't make them say, oh, okay, so forget about it. Just like Avram Avinu, the fact that he had this unbelievable Akeda didn't make him say, okay, so it's over. No, I want more of my relationships. And what else could I do or what else could I have done, right? When I, when I, when I have a really great get-together with my best friend, right? this is what Shlomo said, that, that you know, somebody that somebody you don't connect to so much, they could invite you to your favorite restaurant and to go see your favorite music show and it's like oh I don't know if I want to go but if your best friend calls you and says I have to bring a load of garbage up to Kiryat Shmona and back like you want to do a road trip it's like yeah you know because why I just want more time I want more connection I, like I just want and then if we do that let's do it again next week you know like uh, uh, I believe in this right i just end with one last thing is Rabbi Nachman in Torah number one in the second section of Kutim Muran he says he says he says, we need to be in touch with our inner prophes- prophecy. We have little glimmers. We have little echoes of prophecy in us. Torah Aleph and Tinyana, in second section. We have little bits of prophecy in us. And that's what gives Geula to our tefillah. That's what, that's what redeems our prayer. He says, because most of the time, <laughs> and this is the one of these amazing things I heard from, but what's his name? The... Rapper Herring, Harrington? Her, uh, no, come on. You guys know him. Uh, anyways, um, Shmuel Herring. Her, Shmuel? So he's a, he, he did a rap. Anyway, he's this rapper. Anyway, he's told this unbelievable joke. He said, What's the best? 
<laughs> what's the best thing about going off the derech? <laughs> says, what's sense. the best part of going off the derech? It says, you wake up and you're already after Shacharis. <laughs> you already finished davening. Because you're not going to be davening. Anyway, it's, the point is that, I'm just telling a joke because, <laughs> because, because for many people, and Rabbi Nachman speaks about it in Torah 1 in the second section, people enter into davening with the kavana to be finished davening. Right? <laughs> like, what's my main thought is, let's get this done, you know, <laughs> to, to be done. That's the, that's the main thought of the davening is to be finished the davening, <laughs> which, is, which is like a ridiculous kind of way to relate to davening, right? Uh, when is it over? You know, like, uh, so, 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 uh, so he says, when you were in touch with that nevua that's in you, the little bit of nevua that's in you, you have gu'ul in your feel and you'll be able to just love the experience of davening. Really go there. Really go there. Really go into davening. Not just be like, when is it over, right? That's what we're talking about. That when, when, when Mordechai went back and, 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 and Esther went, it wasn't just stam and being stubborn. It's, I'm going there. I believe in this. I want more of this. I want, and I want the ge'ula that I'm davening for to happen. Kamit Hashem. We should go there and see it soon. Karav, Karav.